Welcome to PLV Radio Network out of BC, Canada, where inquiring minds meet inspiration. Coming up next is Ask Sarah. You got to get up every morning with a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart. Then people gonna treat you better. You're gonna find, yes, you will, that you're beautiful. Welcome to Ask Sarah. Today we're going to be asking, what makes a woman and who decides? I wrote an article some years ago. I think it was my first article I wrote for hackwriters.com. And it's when you look at a woman through the ages, you look at the style, it can be really, really depressing. Where did our entire feminine, voluptuous woman go? I am very tired of what I call happy designers who have taken out our femininity. They've taken it away from us and replaced it by putting us in clothing that makes us look like boys. And that skinniness, almost to the point of total anorexia, is meant to be sexy. What happened to us being defined by a woman by those curves? Do you remember that? we were growing up, how we, we could not wait for a bust or shapely curves that marked us as a woman. Now, all I see representing is a flat-chested boy type with no waist, no hips and gonky legs. Basically, just a little bit of skin covering the skeletal. I think that we have a great deal to look at media for this. Um, you know, the skinniness is something that kind of came about with Twiggy, but when you look back at Twiggy now, she's positively fat compared to some of the skinny models they put out there. But kind of that skinny look was something that a designer loved because he could dress it so well, you know, drape the clothing on it. There wasn't any shape of the woman, so therefore he could just drape the clothing on it and didn't matter about the shape. When you have a woman with has curves, has a bust and a waistline and hips and thighs, it does require more skill to make that woman look absolutely look beautiful in her curves and maybe the designing realm got lazy and hence the very skinny uh, person out there modeling but also maybe it is and this is not a bashing on homosexuality this is a fact that we do have an awful lot of gay designers and I very much do feel that they are designing in their image they're designing in the image of what they wish they could wear you know, something that would drape on them. They invariably don't have hips, um, generally have a flatter stomach, obviously got broader shoulders. But when you look at it, who are they designing for? Because I don't think they're in touch with what a real woman looks like. <clears throat> we have some women today that are really representing the curves, and thank God for that. You know, somebody I look to is Sophie Loren gorgeous. Still to this day, she is gorgeous. I mean, absolutely the epitome of woman. Um, she's voluptuous. She's curvaceous. She's sensual. She's sexy. But she is most certainly her own woman. And you look at her and you see that empowerment in her in every single curve. 
and then put her side by side to a model running down a, dun a, a, a runway that looks like she might not make the end of it before she faints. What choice would you make? I know which one I would make. So who is our Sophie Loren of today? Well, I suppose you could look at Christina Hendricks from uh, Mad Men. I mean, she's brought back Curvaceous. Those are her own breasts. Um, because she modeled clothing that was in the 50s, which is the era of the show, which was more designed towards a woman of shape, she really does show off those curves beautifully and makes you know look like this is the epitome of a woman. Another very shapely person, and who is a world-class model, is Tyra Banks. She's never been skinny. She's always been curvaceous. Again, her own breasts. And she knows how to wear clothes. She knows how to carry them off. You know, she has the smize. She knows exactly how to shape her body. And she knows what to make look good. So why are we still buying into the fact that we need to look like a boy to look sexy. You know, uh, there's a great ad here for Joe Fresh, uh, a local grocery chain, and they have a whole clothing line. And it's geared 90% uh, at the, the teenager going into the young youth. Their ads are incredible. They're really well done. <clears throat> and the fashions they put out are great. But they are that interim. You know, as the girl is growing... She's tall, she's lanky, she's skinny. She hasn't yet developed fully into those curves and into that shape. And the clothes look great on her. But we also mustn't put a stop to allowing those curves to come out or to have something that looks fantastic on those that are already curvaceous. Um, there are a lot of girls out there that go through what I call, you know, all children go through the accordion growth where, you know, one moment they're tall and lanky and then all of a sudden, and then they go tall and lanky again. And this is just you know, part of growing up. It's part of the body going through its changes. But you get a teenager maybe of 16 who's going through that more pudgy stage, which is normal, perfectly normal. Um, it's hormonal. They're still growing into their bodies. And uh, yeah, we can watch our diet. We can watch our food that we're eating healthily. But there shouldn't be the emphasis on that they've got to be skinny or that they're considered fat, which is wrong. wrong. We need to bring out clothes for them that make them feel fabulous while they're at that weight or for people who are permanently at that weight. We've got to stop putting a tent on people that we feel aren't fitting into the epitome of what the perfect body is. We've got to start really looking at making designs that make everybody look good no matter what their shape and size is. Now, I'm a total advocate for owning your own body the way you look for uh, dressing to please yourself and the eyes of others. I am very much into carrying yourself off in your own pride, in your own self-love, in your own empowerment. And you could be wearing jeans and t-shirt or you wear a ball gown. It's all the same in the way that you carry yourself. And clothes do make you feel fabulous. They can change the way you feel about yourself. So why not paying attention to this? Why are they not looking at it and saying, okay, we need to do something about this? 
and stop this horrible anorexia epidemic that is still rampant today, despite the media, despite the awareness, despite the education out there. When we stop putting out images that you have to be this emaciated to be sexy, then maybe we'll start the real human form and let everybody know they could be sexy no matter what. It comes from within, not from without. So who decides this? Them or you? You decide your sex appeal. You decide if you feel sexy, if you feel womanly. Not them. If you are a little on the curvy side, what do you, you know, you look after your health. That's really, really important. You know, don't eat those saturated. Don't eat white foods. Um, definitely go as as uh, organic as you can. Get a lot of greens in your body. If you can't eat a lot of greens, get those all greens in your body. Uh, get kale and kelp and all of these type of things in your body. It not only looks after your body and your heart and your organs, but it also looks after your skin. And radiant skin, no matter what your size, is beautiful. Look at Adele. She's a fuller size woman. Appropriately dressed, she looks fantastic. She embraces her body, but look at her skin. Just beautiful, just flawless. It is porcelain, and that makes her so beautiful. Um, Charlotte uh, or Hansen, I may have the name wrong, but she's another one who's curvy, but a beautiful skin, and uh, beautiful because of those curves, beautiful because of that porcelain skin, and no, I'm not you need to have a white porcelain skin. You have to be born with that. But the point is, when you look after your insides, it looks after your outsides. And a beautiful glowing skin is the first garment you wear and makes you look beautiful and enhances anything that you put on your body. So look to that skin because that is what's going to make you feel beautiful. And then the clothes need to complement you and your body, but also to compliment who you are on the inside. Many, many, many years ago, <coughs> excuse me, I have a little tilt today. Many, many years ago, I um, worked in a little boutique in South Africa. And uh, one day, a lady came along and she had money to spend and she was buying a lot of stuff. And she tried on this Angora trouser suit, which was the, all the rage at the time. I am going back to the 70s. And of course, this feels beautiful on you. It's so soft and, oh, it's so welcoming. And I looked at her and I said, yes, it's a beautiful suit, but I'm sorry, it's not beautiful on you. It doesn't do you justice. Now, she was a very curvaceous woman, but these, this trouser suit did not enhance the curves. Instead, it brought out the curves that she was trying to hide. And she just looked like, I don't know, a big bunny. So I wouldn't sell it to her. So my boss who was a little bit competitive with me, fired me the next morning for not selling her the Angora suit. Not 10 minutes later did the woman come in and thank me for the clothing that I... So the interesting thing is that I, I got fired and because I wouldn't sell her something that she didn't look good in. And then the other interesting thing that happened after that is that she actually went up into the office of the uh, store that I was working in and actually complained 
because she was grateful for the fact that I wasn't forcing something down on her. And it ended up that my boss got fired and I got given my own department, um, which was quite funny in, uh, in the long run. But the moral of the story is this. Don't sell something to somebody or encourage them to buy something just because it's fashionable. Don't say, yeah, buy that. It's Everybody's wearing it and you know that that body doesn't suit it. A few years ago when my kids were younger, the very, very low hipster pants came back out and it almost was butt crack pants. And uh, you would see all these kids trying them on in the stores. And of course, when they stood in front they saw a different image altogether. They saw the image of some, you know, star wearing them, some model wearing them. They didn't see their own bodies. So I would snap a picture from behind and say, hey, have a look at this. And then they'd see that picture and go, oh, my God. And then really see what their butt looked like. Now, none of these girls were kind of fat or obese or anything, but the style was so unflattering. It made everybody look like they had a muffin top. And, you know, maybe a guy, though I still don't like them so low that you have to pull them up all the time, or low pants that they wear with the low crutch, which we call, like a South Africa, crap catters. I don't think it's flattering on any single person, no matter young or old. But, you know, there are certain things that should not be designed because they're just not flattering. Now, the pants just below the waist and top of the hip, fine, because that actually accentuates the waist even more. Uh, but having something that's just above the thigh bone, just at the top of the thighs there, uh, barely being held up, there isn't anybody that looks good in that because they're just not designed to flatter that way at all. So you've got to be careful that you don't become a slave to the fashion. You've got to be careful that, you know, it's the latest thing and everybody's wearing it. And maybe so. There's two factors here. Are you a sheep? Don't be a sheeple and follow the fashion blindly just because everybody's wearing you can follow a trend if it suits you, but keep to the clothing that flatters you. Here is a tip. Always have those classics in your wardrobe. You know, those basic blacks, those pants that are cut right for you, that you can wear year after year. And then go and buy the tops that are trendy, that are fashionable, to wear with them. Skirts, lengths go up and down get things um, made shorter, but don't go so short that it's not appropriate for your age or for your size, um, or that you're battling constantly to make sure your crutch isn't showing. Wearing a mini skirt should only be for a few people, and it is age appropriate. Uh, when you get older, the skirt should at least be to your knees, and I still think a skirt is so much more flattering just below the knees, um, and allows one when one sits down ride all the way up to the chin. You have to bear that in mind when you're buying something too. Sit down in it. How comfortable is it to sit in? What does your body look like when you are sitting in it? Is that miniskirt riding halfway up your ass? We have to be take some ownership on the way we dress ourselves. You know, again, don't be the slave to the fashion. Don't be a slave to the latest trend. Don't be a slave to what your friends be your own unique self. I've said this before on past shows and I'm going to say it again. 
that when we find that love in ourselves, when we embrace who we really are from the inside out, when we to see the value in ourselves, in our integrity, in our person, in um, what we stand for, in our purpose. And when we learn to like ourselves, to value ourselves, to love ourselves, we will radiate that out to everybody anytime, anywhere. So if you are wanting to have something look good on you, feel good about who you are. The other thing is this. When somebody looks at you for the first time, that first time image, you're walking down the street, walking into a coffee bar, going to a party, we've got party season coming up, you're all going to go out and buy a new dress, a new outfit for that party. Uh, there's the trends going out there right now. Shiny is it. Make sure that the shine is somewhere that will flatter you and not somewhere that will accentuate an area that you don't want accentuated. But remember this. When you walk into a room, 55% of the way you look is captured in a split second. So don't be wearing an outfit that's wearing you. Wear an outfit that speaks to who you are. You are the person that needs to be seen, not the outfit first. The outfit needs to represent the truth of you, the beauty of you. 37% tone of voice and how people are going to greet you. So when you greet people in confidence and you're confident within yourself, automatically that glow and that radiance of you shines through. Only 7% of uh, content is heard if they haven't bought that you're comfortable in your own skin and that you're inviting in your tonage. They're not going to buy anything you have to say. So when you want to make that entrance and you want to that's fashionable. Look to the fashion that accentuates you. If you are big and busted, yes, it's nice to slow, show some cleavage, but leave a little something to the imagination. Make sure that it's not so low that they're bulging out, rather more of a teaser that they're kind of slightly hiding somewhere. It's far more sensual. If you are bigger-hipped, make sure that you have something in that gives you a waist and it can accentuate the hip that it's either in a cut that accentuates the hip without the bulging on the thighs and that kind of gives a nice silhouette as you go down. Um, you can have a nice A-line that has a nice flow or you can take something that's very, very well cut and that kind of narrows down slightly to the knee. These are the things that you can do. If you want something sparkly, you can wear a sparkly belt if you have a small waist. You can have something in a sequence of sparkly on the around the neck but don't go and buy that dress that's all sparkly if you're a bigger person because you're just going to look like a mirror ball we can look fabulous no matter what size we are we just have to dress according to our bodies i'm a fairly big busted woman i've still got a waist although it's beginning to spread and i've always had hips so i like to wear things that kind of always come in at the waist then either flare out or are cut beautifully that they give me a nice look. I am tall, so I can get away with a lot of things. I love palazzo-y type pants. Um, I don't wear the skinny pant because it just doesn't look good on me. 
I look good in the trouser boot pant, which means that the it's not a bell, but it has a very slight flair to it. And that kind of lines up better with when I've got big hips and you wear these pipe pants. It's going to accentuate your pipe, you know, your, your thighs. So you want to have something that slightly flares at the bottom so that it kind of aligns up with the eyes. Don't wear leggings if you haven't got the body for it. If you're wearing your tunic top on the top that covers most of the, the areas that have a problem, fine. But wear thicker tights because if you have slightly fleshier thighs, that fleshier looks through. So, you know, be mindful, folks. Just because it's there in a magazine and looks great on an A model doesn't mean it's going to look great on you. Be mindful of what suits you. When you find a brand that you like, for me, it's Nygaard. You know, I can wear anything Nygaard. It's always very good for me. When you find that brand, and it may cost a little more, go and get two or three pieces in that brand that you know are going to be classics, that you're going to be able to wear over and over again. You're going to be able to accentuate them with the latest fashion. A new top, a new jacket, accessories, a scarf, different type of shoes, a bag. But they're classic pieces that fit you, that are well-made, that speak to class, speak to style, and speak to your own self-value. We all love a bargain. I love a bargain. But don't go buy those clothes that are cut so badly, sewn so badly, that it makes you look bad. A few well-cut, beautiful pieces in your wardrobe that you can dress up and down is always a great basic to have. It's wonderful being a woman. It's wonderful being a curved woman. There's so much that we can do with our body. There's so much the way we can carry it. There's so many things that we can do to dress it. I always wanted to have those tall, lean legs, you know, ones that just can slide into the jeans, wear a t-shirt look. I'd love to have had that look, but I wasn't given that kind of body. So for me, it has always been more the tailored look that suits me better. Uh, when it comes to summer, you'll probably very never see me in pants. It will always be skirts or dresses. I love the flow. I love the vibrant colors. I love the feminine feel of a skirt as it flows around your legs or a dress. allows the air to come throughout your body. We have to be careful we don't become lazy. You know, the, the leggings or the sweatpants, the comfortable clothing. Yeah, it may be comfortable, but does it flatter you? There's a place for the comfort and there's a place where you need to make an effort. Making an effort is showing everybody else that you make an effort in your life and all aspects of your life. If you go out there dressed as if you don't care, people are going to think, well, she doesn't care, so why should I? Whatever your size, <clears throat> and if you're skinny, please put some weight on. Please don't buy into this image that you've got to be so goddamn skinny. Being thin, being slim, being long and lanky, beautiful. If it is your body type, making your body so skinny to fit into that type when it is only being detrimental to your health. And the more detrimental you are to your health at that stage, the more health issues you're going to have for the rest of your life. And you are with yourself for the rest of your life. And if you want to have an abundant life, then you 
need to look after yourself now. Do not let your boyfriend, a designer, your girlfriends, or the images that go school or at work define your style. Find your style for yourself. You decide what maketh you a woman. You decide how you want to carry yourself off. You decide what suits you, what you feel confident in, what you feel beautiful in, what you feel sensual in. When you walk into a room, be it in a pair of jeans, a well-cut skirt or dress, gown, a party outfit, when you walk into a room, you want people to see you. They want You want people to see how beautiful you look in that dress, not how beautiful that dress looks on you. There is a difference there. If somebody sees the dress first and not you, then it means that you are not matching the confidence of the dress. People see you and how beautiful you look and the gown looks beautiful on you. You are now giving that gown your statement, your vibration, your image, because you're carrying it off. So your boyfriend says you need to lose some weight. If he's doing this because he's worried about your health, then that's different. If he's doing this because he has an image problem, then I say lose the boyfriend. If you're a woman who's had children and you've gained weight, and believe me, in those first few years of babies, you don't have time for anything. And losing weight is not one of those things. And like later on when things calm down and the kids are at the school and you can get to the gym or you can take up some exercise and go for walks, your weight will start stabilizing when you can start eating healthier again. But if your husband, your lover at that time says to you, no, you've gained too fat, I'm not going to take you anywhere because you're too fat. Or they start looking at other women because you've gained a little weight from childbearing. There's time to have a very serious talk. A very serious talk. If a man's image is so caught up on having a beautiful woman on his arm, and he feel that finds him, then that guy has a problem. He hasn't got self-confidence. He doesn't believe in himself. And hell, that's an, a whole another show. And another show that I will do. A man who looks into your soul, your heart, your spirit, your very being, and loves you from the inside out, won't care what the outside looks like. But however, we will always notice when you make to make yourself beautiful for yourself. And will always take pride that you are doing so. A real man doesn't need to have a beautiful woman on his arm to define him. A real man will have a beautiful woman on his arm, no matter how thin. Because the love, the value, and the truth of that love is there. So own your work. Own your curves. Own your beauty. And understand that until you're beautiful within, you'll never be beautiful without. Understand that that beauty comes from your confidence, from your soft value, from your love, 
the love of self. It comes from embracing life, from living life, from loving life. It comes from adventures, from experience, from sharing, from joy, from speaking, from dancing, from being everything that you are. That kind of beauty is radiant. and Nobody sees what you're wearing when you are wearing your life so well. But so as not to offend others' eyes and to speak to who we are and how we feel about ourselves, dressing well, dressing to our bodies according to what we want to make a statement on is always something that we need to be mindful of. Fashion is wonderful. I love it. But don't become a slave to it. Use it wisely and dress to make you feel beautiful, but dress that enhances your own beauty. So, folks, you define your womanhood, your beauty, and let your love, let your femininity shine through. Until next week, I hope you all have a wonderful week. Bye for now. You have been listening to Sarah at Positive Living Vibrations. If you missed any part of the show, you can find it on plv-radio.com under Parshows tab. Coming up next at 10am is Ask Sarah.